If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Hey man, it's Big Digital, Digital Don. I just jumped off the porch again with Dirty Glove Bastards. Digital! Alright, so we got Digital Don back off the porch yes, with sir. us today, man. Most deaf, most deaf, man. Good to be back for sure. Absolutely. Good to be man. back, man. It's my spot. <laughs> there you go. How you feeling today, bro? Feeling good, feeling good. Uh, it's a bittersweet day today, you know what I'm saying? But I'm feeling good for the most part. Still here. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, that's what's up. Most definitely. Family good, so we good. Yeah. And bittersweet, it, yeah. it's your pop's anniversary from the day he passed, right? Yeah, yeah. My pop's death anniversary today. Uh, he passed July 29th, 1991. You know what I'm saying? Uh, in Cleveland, Ohio. <clears throat> so it's a bittersweet day, you know what I'm saying? Because every day, every, every year when this day come, uh, I know he'd be right there with me. I feel a strong sense of... Uh, I feel his presence in a sense. Uh, yeah. And, uh, I don't have him in the physical, but you know, as far as the spiritual realm, I know he's right there with me. You know what I'm saying? It's, uh, you can never get used to that. You can never get used to your, your father passing or one of your family members passing or not being here with you. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So it's a bittersweet day to day, man. But I look at I, I try to look at the positive aspect about it because I'm here. I'm able to raise my own kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm able to do something that he wasn't able to do. He got snatched from this earth. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still here. Yeah. Able to raise up my family, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Bring people up with me. So yeah. it's a bittersweet day. Yeah. Oh, is there like a tradition you normally do on this date or uh well my tradition is well me and my family, uh we we kinda we do like a meditation <coughs> ceremony for the uh, for the ancestors. Okay. Uh you know, I got ancestor altar altar. My dad is on there plus my some of my other family members, so we just we just kinda pay homage to all my ancestors and uh kind of give them praise and uh, honor and just thank them while I'll be thinking of higher power also, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of what I do. Uh, I kind of just reflect on what could have been, you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm -hmm. What could have been in my life now and, and, and stuff like that. So, cause I know everything has a purpose or some type of meaning to it. So I'll be trying to find that purpose and why, I, why he wasn't here with me, you know what I'm saying? The whole time, this and this and that, but you know, it's life, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You win something, you lose something, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's a, that's a that's a huge loss for me. You know what I'm oh, saying? absolutely, but, yeah. But uh, I'm able to cope with it, able to live with it, able to talk to my kids and have them understand why this went on and, and uh, how to live with it, how to cope with it, and because uh, they don't have a grandfather, a real grandfather. You know what I'm saying? My, as far as that side, so it's kind of tough for them. But they kids, so you know what I'm saying? They they got their daddy to kind of bring them up, help them out with that. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, and considering that you were so young when he passed, man, what what do you know about your dad? Yeah, I was I was very young. I was still a baby, basically. Yeah. Um, but I know that he was just in the streets, heavy. You know what I'm saying? Just in the streets, doing what most young black kids did back then. You know what I'm saying? Sell drugs, 
he had to sell drugs to his mama, to his aunties, everybody was just on drugs, except he just didn't do it, he sold them. You know what I'm saying? He sold a whole lot of it at a very young, young age. Uh, and I don't blame him, because uh, a lot of people look at young black kids who are in the streets, they're just bad kids or thugs and this and that. I don't blame him, I mean, he came up in the streets. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have nobody show him no type of direction. So he had to find his own direction in a sense. So it was like, yeah, yeah, man. Hey, so. His murder's still unsolved, right? Yeah, yeah, his murder, his murder's still unsolved. Uh, and it's crazy because my mom, she, do, she tried to warn him. She literally tried to warn him before he, he went and did what he did. He went, uh, we was in New York, and he had to go back to Cleveland uh, to make a little drop off with her. And, uh, she just knew it was something about his people because his friends is the one that killed him, his friend and his friend brother, his, his main man, his main man, his business partner, and his brother, the one that killed him. And my mom tried to warn him. Like, she tried to warn him. She told him, don't go out there. Something came in her spirit, and she was like, don't go out there, don't go to Cleveland, don't interact with them, you know what I'm saying? This is not, I just, I just don't feel right. And he's just like, nah, that's my, that's my, that's my, that's my guy. Like, you know what I'm saying, that's my man. So it's like, I don't feel no type of way. Like, he gonna do what he do anyway. And, uh, basically, he let him in the hotel. Like, they came in the hotel, uh, his, his business partner plus his brother, uh, they boom rushed the hotel. Uh, my dad was fighting though, he was fighting for his life. They slit his throat. Um, one of them held him, one of them slit his throat. And, uh, and they set the hotel on fire, you know what I'm saying? They try to set the hotel, the motel. They set the motel on fire. Uh, they try to burn my daddy up, you know what I'm saying? So it's fucked up, but just from him not listening to that one sign, it just, that's what, that's what get me right there. Him not listening to that one sign my mom tried to give him. Not, don't go, don't deal with these people and don't go. So it's like, damn, if he would've just listened, he could still be here, you know what I'm saying? That's just crazy to me. Uh, but, Yeah, it's just, a, it's just a fucked up situation. It's just a fucked up situation. <clears throat> so what happened afterwards? Did your mother like fear for her life? Did you guys stay in Cleveland or what did you guys nah, do afterwards? Nah, got the fuck on. Uh, we was back and forth from Cleveland to New York. Like we based out of New York, it was based out of New York, but we were back and forth because of my dad from Cleveland. So Cleveland was just a place he was getting his work from and making drop offs and stuff like that. So, but after that happened, we got the fuck on because she already got word that they was coming to get us, in a sense. Oh, really? Like, they was coming to look for me. Because they felt like my mom had some money that, from, from him, in a sense, like left behind in the stash or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Which it was a stash somewhere, but we're going to keep that on the hush. But uh, yeah, they started looking for us. And uh, my mom used to deal with a spiritual advisor back, back in the day, in a sense. And he told her that we had to go, that we had to leave now. Like, and um, so we, we packed our things up. We was in New York, we packed our things up and, and moved to Virginia. So we, we, my great, I think it was my great grandparents' house we went to. Yeah, we went straight from there to Virginia. And, uh, we just laid low for, for a long time. And, uh, from Virginia, that's when we started migrating south, in a sense. So really, my whole family, we based from up top, from New York, in a sense. Okay. But, yeah, so my mom really, she really saved, saved me, in a sense. It was just me and her. Uh, yeah, we got the hell on because she knew for a fact that it was coming. Like, she knew for a fact that it was coming. And word already got back on the street that Stacy was killed. Stacy was killed by his people, and his people come to get get us too. In a sense, so my mom saved me. We got up, we got up out of there. And, uh, what's crazy is his killers are still walking. That's just that's that's just what get to me. In a sense, you know what I'm saying? It's like his killers still walking on the street, and now his son grown now. So it's like that's that's a crazy situation because it's like, what do I do in that situation? What if I run into these same guys? Because this case is un unsolved. 
two of the, two he had, two two of them was his business partners. Well, one of them was his business partner, and the other one was his brother. So all these people are still on the street, and that, that just that, that gives me a, a eerie feeling inside, cause it's like I could run into them. Like I could go to New York for a little trip. You know what I'm saying? I take trips, so I go to New York and I could possibly see these guys. And what am I to do? Even though I don't know what they look like, my mom never told me exactly what they look like or never showed me a picture. But what if I run into them on some weird type shit? Uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's like that shit fucks me up in my head, knowing that my dad is gone and these motherfuckers still walking the earth. Yeah, that, that's wild, right there. Some wild shit. So yeah, we had to. Get, we had to get the fuck on. My mom was smart. She was a teenager. At the time she was a teenager, she had me at 17. Oh, wow. She had me at 17, and, she, and we got the hell on. She was a teenager moving around and basically saved my life and her own life. Plain and simple. For sure, yeah. yeah so salute my mom for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we see you're moving a little different these days oh, yeah. now, too. You see, you see what's going on, for sure, for sure. Got to yeah. move a little different. So um, yeah, when we know the incident, was it last year where you got shot at? Yeah, last year. It was actually uh, August 9th. In a couple of weeks, it'll be oh, a year. Wow. Yeah, sure. August 9th of last year. So I'm, I'm back and I'm better. I'm doing better. But obviously, I'm moving, moving a little different. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> moving right this time. Absolutely. You know I mean? not, not to say I was moving wrong before, but I'm just being more aware. More aware of my surroundings. More aware of what's going on. Uh, I know I have a little motion going on, so keep security with me. Uh, Shout out RM Protection too, man. Y'all go, uh, all the mainstream artists, all the artists that need security, RM Protection is gonna get you right, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I just, anywhere I go, like I don't need security for everywhere I go, but most places, when I, especially going out into the city, everybody know how wicked the city is nowadays. The city is fucking wicked, it's, it's changed, it's different. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta just be more aware. And, uh, not saying I need security to protect me, but to have more eyes around to see what's going on other than just my eyes. Cause uh, you need somebody to watch your back. You know what I'm saying? Cause anybody, anything could happen. Obviously from my situation, you know yeah. what I'm saying? My situation was in broad daylight. Niggas thought they could just take my life and take what I have. You know what I'm saying? Just for nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, everybody just, man, just be aware, man. Be aware. Cause this shit wicked out here. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Not even in just Atlanta. In every major city right now, it's wicked. You know what I'm saying? If you have emotion, you have money, make sure you keep some type of security with you. You know what I'm saying? Because your partners, your niggas, your homies, they all going to be smoking, drinking, kicking shit. You know what I'm saying? All that extra shit, trying to have fun with you. Security, they're going to be professional. They're going to be, they got a job is to watch everything that go on around you. Make sure nobody get close to you. You know what I'm saying? So I say it's best for all the artists out there that's having some shit going on, get security, man. Absolutely. That's, you, ain't, you ain't soft, you ain't pussy for having security. Get security. That's gonna keep you. That's gonna keep you. Keep you good. Keep you safe. Yeah. Why do you think, feel like there is that stereotype that if security ha- or a rapper has yeah. security, that they, they weak or they scared or? I mean, I, which is ridiculous. I, it, when it's you think stupid about as it. shit because it's like, damn, do I go out here alone without no security on some dickhead shit and just? You know what I'm saying? Say fuck everybody. You know what I'm saying? Or do I have security and goddamn watch my surroundings? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, if I don't, if I don't have security and I'm out here with chains on, money in my pocket, cash, and I'm moving alone with nobody watching my surroundings, I'm an easy target. I'm a, I'm a really a walking lick. You know what I'm saying? That's what they call it, a walking lick. Uh, it's better not to be a walking lick. You know what I'm saying? Without security, if you got, if you got security with you, then you could be a walking lick all day. Mm-hmm. Or if you got some homies who really on that and really watching your surroundings and really got your best interest then yeah, that's okay to have homies who got your best interests at heart. But most of the time, they gonna be wanting to have fun with you. 
they're gonna be wanting to be in the mix. Security not gonna want to be in the mix. They're gonna be wanting to do their job. So yeah. it's like it, the stereotype is stupid, but it's just the rap music and everybody want to be tough. Everybody the rappers are supposed to be the killers nowadays and shit stupid. You know what I'm saying? But I would say get security, man. Yeah. If, you get, if you're trying to get into the rap game anyway, you don't want to be out here trying to have to shoot and kill. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Because which one you gonna do? You gonna be a killer, a shooter, or you gonna be a rapper and make music and make this money? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, get that shit out your head, man. Get that stereotype that niggas don't need security. I walk in security without whatever push out she said. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't listen to that shit. <laughs> get security, man. Have security everywhere you go, especially if you're having some motion. Especially. Yeah, absolutely. That's solid advice right there, bud. Yeah, Most uh, definitely. Did you suffer from PTSD after your shooting? Yeah, yeah, pretty bad too. Uh, <clears throat> I've been having flashbacks every day, like for almost a year straight. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, it's crazy. It be, I control it a little bit better now, but uh, at first, when the incident first happened, it was hard for me to kind of control it. Uh, it'll be just instances I get the flashbacks and uh, I start tripping out of my head. I start shaking, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Just, or dreams, I have these nightmares and stuff like that. But mainly the flashbacks hurt the most because <clears throat> it's like the situation play out in different ways in my head to where it's like, damn, I could have been killed. I could have killed multiple people and it, it could have, that's how that, it, my mind played tricks on me, you know what I'm saying, in a sense. So it just, it kind of fucks me up. Uh, it gave me pretty bad PTSD, but um, I got kids, I got a family, so I still got to look out for my family. I can't be just so focused on myself, you know what I'm saying, in a sense, because like, uh, I got to find ways to cope with it better so I can take care of my family better, put it, put it that way. Let me just say that. Yeah. Because it, it, it's hard, because I be paranoid a lot, you know what I'm saying, I be paranoid. Uh, not really want to leave the crib if I really ain't got to. I don't want to leave the crib no more, you know what I'm saying? And I, I have to be out here. I have to be in the mix. I have to be, you know what I'm saying? Rubbing shoulders with people, you know what I'm saying? Making connections. So it's like, it'd be kind of hard, you know what I'm saying? But I, I'm slowly, slowly but surely getting better and learning how to cope with it more. I ain't really get help because, like from a therapist, I ain't really get help from a therapist because like, I don't trust therapists. Like, I don't, I don't know you, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, why am I telling you all this stuff that could really, could, could possibly incriminate me or something like that? Like I could say something wrong and I could slick, possibly be saying something wrong, you know what I'm saying? Not knowing I'm saying something wrong. So it's like, having a therapist, I kind of, it's harder for me to balance that for right now, but uh, I know I kind of, I need professional help, you know what I'm saying? I know for a fact I do. And, uh, I think I'll get there. One day, one day I'll get there to where I get, I'll get some help and uh, trust somebody who, who I can talk to other than just family and stuff like that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But yeah, it's, it's been kicking my ass, but. I'm strong, you know what I'm saying? I'm strong, I'm a, I'm a survivor, obviously, so, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm dealing with it. Uh, we're gonna, we gonna, we gonna hope and pray that don't happen again, you know what I'm saying, in a sense. Because I'm gonna do the same thing again. If somebody try to take what I have, I'm gonna protect myself. I'm gonna shoot, like, you know what I'm saying, in a sense. Like, but I'm not a killer. I'm not just out here trying to kill people or trying to hurt somebody, you know what I'm saying? Especially not the black man. Like, my black brother, I'm not trying to hurt my black brother, like, you know what I'm saying? So, all I could do is protect myself, am I right? That's what you got to do, man. Yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Absolutely. All right, let's talk about this new project, man. Your new album. Yes, your sir. first album. Yes, sir, man. First Arms official, Reach, man. First official album, man. Arms Reach, man. Just dropped it uh, June 19th uh, of this year. Yeah. Uh, it's doing numbers, too. It's going, it's going up right now. We had, like, over 50,000 views. I'm not sure the exact number, but I know it's, like, over 50,000 streams. Let me say okay. Streams. Yeah. Uh, over 75K on YouTube. Um, it's going up right now, so it's going up. It's slowly going up, but uh, I'm starting to see the traction. Uh, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Uh, I got a single. I got a single on there called High Risk. That's, and that's doing yeah. good numbers. Yeah, too, that's, man. yeah, that's that, that's doing pretty good numbers. Um, 
it's expecting to hit a hundred thousand on Spotify soon. So okay. Yeah, so it's gonna keep climbing. You know what I'm saying? I need that million. I need that million million streams. That's what I need. For sure. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, I dropped a classic album. Got some good producers on there. All in, all in house producers. Uh, Who you got on the team now? Uh, we got we got Fat Kid. He out of uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Great producer, man. I love that boy. I love that guy. Uh, we got KJ. Fly Fly KJ at One Fly KJ. Uh, he a 19 year old super producer. 19, going crazy. Um, who else we got? We got A Rich. He produced a couple tracks for me. Uh, another producer out of uh, South Carolina. We got Snoopy on the beat. He also my he's my engineer plus producer. You know what I'm saying? So he do both. And we got a lot of we got a lot of people on this. Uh, who else? Laco. We got Laco Music. Uh, Nolo on the track. We got Nolo. So we got a, I got a lot of producers, man, that, just, that I've been working with, all in-house. Nobody that's really mainstream or big like that, you know what I'm saying? Digital Money, we all been working in-house. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, man, I salute them for helping me get that uh, album out there. You know what I'm saying? I salute them because they, they they're helping this shit go up for sure. Most Absolutely, definitely. yeah. I wouldn't be where I'm at if, I, if it wasn't for them, if it wasn't for the team, you know what I'm saying? So, yep. most definitely. Yeah, and how much time and how much money did you invest into creating this album as well? <sighs> It took about over a year to, to create the album. Uh, as far as money, well over 50,000. I say between 50, 55K to, uh, for the studio time, paying the engineers, paying the producers, all that. And I, and I get 10 hour blocks every time at the studio. Uh, so that's like a whole full workshop, you know what I'm saying? So it's like get 10 hour blocks, we worked all night, all night long into the morning. We always in the morning. Uh, it was, it's a good investment, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a lot of money spent, but it's a good investment. It's worth it because I'm seeing the numbers climb and I'm thinking because of the quality of the music, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like that was a good investment that I made, you know what I'm saying, into that album, uh, into the studio time, into the engineers, producers, and my other artists and stuff like that. So it's all worth it in the end, you know what I'm saying? It's all for the, this digital money empire. Uh, you get, you, uh, you get out what you put in, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's just how I see it, you know what I'm saying? So I'm putting my all into this shit. So do you feel like the studio owners treat indie artists fairly? Uh, nah, not really. Um, unless, I'm gonna say this, unless the studio actually signs the artist, uh, or cause certain, certain studios, they sponsor artists. So that's the only time a studio will actually look out for artists and kind of focus on them as far as the brand and stuff like that. But in general, no. Nah. They just want your money. At the end of the day, they just want your money. Uh, as far as artists, independent artists like me with an independent label and stuff like that, uh, I don't feel like I get treated fairly because I spend so much money, especially with a certain studio. If I spend so much money with a certain studio, and, uh, I'm not getting no type of bonus out of it as far as extra studio time or something that, some type of attribute because I'm investing into you guys. Why y'all not investing in me in some type of way? I just don't, I just don't get it, especially when it comes to a certain amount of money. When you spend a certain amount of money with a company, I feel like you deserve a share, just like you get shares with Amazon and Walmart and, all, and stuff like that. I feel like, in a sense, you deserve that with a studio, um, especially with, if, they, if they make having new developments, new developments with your money, new studios, new, you know what I'm saying, things like that, and they, and they, and they know it comes from your money, you deserve something, you know what I'm saying? At least a, a conversation. Uh, I spent over that amount I told you earlier. I yeah. spent over that amount and I never had a conversation with the actual owner. <laughs> you know, that's, that's crazy to me. That, that just doesn't make sense. And, uh, it's like I had to force the kind of conversation to have one with them. Like, they always send me the managers or the little secretary or the little interns and stuff like that. And I'm like, 
I'm spending way more money than to, to get treatment like this. Uh, I want to talk to the actual owner. Uh, and they be kind of pushy with, as far as me paying ahead of time and stuff like that. Like they want to pay, want me to pay ahead of time, but I've been going here a whole year and my whole track record is good. Like, so it's like, why y'all trying to force me to pay all these deposits and stuff like that? And, uh, why can't I talk to the owner? I want to talk to the owner about something because I know how much money I'm investing. So I'm trying to see what, how we could work together in a sense, cause I'm working with the studio. And I just need the studio to work with me also. That's it. Yeah. Uh, as far as they be rushing artists out of the studio as soon as that time ended, get out, you know what I'm saying? This and this and that. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, it just don't make sense to me. It's like, I just feel like they should treat you a little better. Give you. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. A little bit better hospitality with artists, all artists out there, independent artists, because. Especially, we spending our own money. So it's like, we're not getting money from nobody else. I'm spending all my own money. So it's like, I just deserve a little bit more respect when I'm investing into you, in a sense. Yeah. And I just feel like they don't really respect artists like that. They just look at look, look at us as, a, oh, they just make music, whatever. Like they, they go to your studio, make music, blah, 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 get up out of there, you know what I'm saying? And they should be treated, they should be treated better if they spending a lot of money, I feel like. If you're investing a lot of money in the studio, they should be able to give you some type of perk, some type of, you know what I'm saying? So. That's just how, that's my personal opinion. Yeah, sounds like it's time for Digital Money Studios. Yeah, man. yeah, most definitely, most definitely. <laughs> me, and my, uh, me and Snoop, man, been talking about that, my engineer, man. I'm like, just spend too much money in these studios just not to have our own. Could have built your own for that I, price. Could have built our own, and I understand that, but when it comes to certain mainstream studios, they have Osberger speakers, the big speakers in the wall, the best equipment, and stuff like that. So I know it's gonna be way, it's gonna be a huge investment for, for me to have this type of studio, in a sense. The Osberger speakers alone cost about 20,000, 30,000 each. So it was like, whoa. <laughs> so it was like, all right, I gotta be smart when it comes to building my own studio. Cause I want one like this. Yeah. So I'm gonna need at least 200, a quarter million dollars. You know what I'm saying? To the side, just for a studio like this in a sense. So that's in the works. I'm glad you said something about that too. Okay. That's in the works. Sure, digital Money Studios coming soon. <laughs> and all the artists that invest in Digital Money Studios, man, you get some type of bonus. There you go. <laughs> Free studio time, man, something. Yeah. All right, so what's new with Digital Money Records, man? Who's the new artist you got? We know yeah. you always added people. <laughs> always, got, always got artists, man, around. But uh, two new official uh, artists. My, uh, we got Jaco, which is my little nephew. Uh, I've been raising him since he was six, seven years old into this, in, in his life, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I told him at nine that he was going to be rapping. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he always took me serious. Um, he always took me serious, and uh, I'm proud of him because he, he's 20 now. So he just turned 20, and, uh, he making big moves. Uh, he just dropped Neighborhood Doctor uh, on YouTube that just did 13,000 views with no promo. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just dropped another video, Addy, that's, that, that just dropped, uh, produced by KJ. Um, so yeah, Jayco going crazy right now, man. Y'all gonna be seeing a lot of him soon. Uh, and my other artist, I got another official artist, his name, General. Um, another one, another very talented, very talented guy. Uh, <clears throat> And these, and these cats that I grew up with, in a sense, or I kind of came up with, let me say that. Uh, yeah, he been going crazy. General is naturally talented. Like, he don't really have to work too hard to make a fire hit song, you know what I'm saying? In a sense, it's like, just go in there and go make a hit, and he can do that, in a sense. But <laughs> it's his work ethic. <laughs> I need him to get his work, work ethic up, you know what I'm saying? In a sense, like, I need at least 10 songs. Every time we in the studio, I need 10 songs, like five to 10 songs, let's get to it. Um, but as far as, as far as the talent, man, we got it. We got the talent, and uh, I believe in them. You know what I'm saying? I believe in these guys, and uh, we're going to the top together. 
you know what I'm saying, uh, it all makes sense because we started together. We all started this music together, so we might as well, you know what I'm saying, make it together, you know what I'm saying, make it to the top together. So I believe in them, they believe in me. Uh, they know I'm behind them 100%, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, it's a good look, man. I got some, like I said, I got producers, got those two main artists. I'm gonna say those two because they, they, they official now. Sign the papers, put a chain around their neck, they got the DMR chain, you know what I'm saying? So they good, man, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, we got a lot of, we got a lot of shit coming soon. Also, we got a, a digital money compilation tape that's gonna drop okay. with all of us on it, so everybody can kind of get a feel of, you know what I'm saying, digital money music and our sound and stuff like that. So we got a lot of shit cooking up soon. Oh yeah, Jacob about to drop Count Me In, that's coming soon. His first album, Count Me In, coming soon. General got the, his first single, his second single, uh, Eurus. His first single is out right now called South End. It's on YouTube right now. Over 10,000 views, no promo. So, yeah, man, we just, we, we going up. We going up together. Your boy's working, man. We working, we working, for sure. I love to sure. hear that, man. For sure, <laughs> <laughs> most do. And you know, as you grow and gain success, man, the people around you can switch up. Oh, yeah. Man. Have you had to experience any of that yet? <laughs> Plenty of it, man. Got uh, friends that switch up, family that switch, you know what I'm saying? Just, it come with the territory. Uh, and it's like, let me just say this. Whenever you're struggling, whenever you're down bad, broke, ain't really got nothing, everybody's cool. Everybody's just comfortable with you being down bad, with you being broke or at the same level that they at. Once you start to elevate, just to even a little bit, elevation when it comes to your career, when it comes to business or whatever you got going on, people tend to look at you sideways. They tend to look at you sideways and they tend to say that you're changing because you're getting more elevation, you're getting more money, whatever the case may be. And uh, they, started, they tend to treat you different. And, um, it's kind of fucked up because it's like, my intent is not to act like, a, act like I'm better than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Just because I'm getting more, you know what I'm saying? More abundance. I'm not trying to act like I'm better than nobody else. But that's how they treat you. They treat you like, oh man, you think this nigga think he better than everybody else, man? Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? This and that. And that shit ain't, that shit ain't cool to me. Um, a lot of motherfuckers get envious of what you have. Like, I literally could do nothing wrong to somebody and they'll just be mad at me or find, find a reason to be mad, mad at me, you know what I'm saying, for no reason. And this shit is ridiculous, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and it be your close partners. It don't really be people that you don't know. It don't really be people from the outside looking in. It be people that's inside your circle, you know what I'm saying? And that's the fucked up part. Because it's like, damn, I got to watch my own circle. I got to watch the people around me. got to watch family, you know what I'm saying? Because I come from a real toxic family background, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of my family is divided, you know what I'm saying, in a sense. And a lot of close friends who I had in the past, they're not here no more. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's weird because we was all just hooping together. You know what I'm saying? Hooping together, hitting the clubs, you know what I'm saying? Doing all this, messing with females, all that shit together. And now it's just nobody around. You know what I'm saying? It's like when my focus started going towards business, family, and just being just more just straight on that, more focused, everybody else just start falling off the, falling off the planet. Like, just somehow just everybody just start scattering. Uh, and I think it's because when, uh, you, got a certain, you got a certain mindset and, and, and these other people don't have the same mindset. They're not like-minded. So since they're not like-minded, they're not going to, how should I say it? <laughs> a lot of people are jealous, envious, you know what I'm saying, haters, you know what I'm saying? So if they're not like-minded people, that's what, that's exactly what you're going to get, jealousy, envy, and hate. So it's like, you, you just got to keep those people away from you, in a sense. You could, uh, I call it loving from a distance. Like, I don't want to have a problem with you, you know what I'm saying, in a sense, but we're not seeing eye to eye, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I have to keep my distance so it, a problem won't be created, you know what I'm saying? So I just love you from a distance, you know what I'm saying, in a sense. And, uh, 
I don't get in nobody nobody's way. So just don't get in my way. You know what I'm saying? In a sense. So it's like that just that happens on the come up. Anybody that done came up in life done experienced jealousy, envy, and hate from the from the people that's closest to them. You know what I'm saying? And it's the shit is fucked up, but it's, it's how the world go. It's just about how you move and maneuver with it. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to fight fire with fire. You know what I'm saying? You just got to cut them off. You got to cut them off, man. That's, that's basically what it is. You got to cut them off, let them go. You know what I'm saying? Keep it moving and keep elevating and keep striving because the more you strive, the more they're going to hate anyway. So it's like <laughs> exactly. you might as well keep going up. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no point in just stopping just because these motherfuckers don't want to see you going up. What you going to stop for? Now you're going to please them. And now your ass going to be mad and depressed because you done, you know what I'm saying? Done said, fuck what you got going on to please these motherfuckers. So you can't please everybody in this world. You can't please everybody. You know, that's uh, real. What, what, what 50 Cent said? If they hate, then let them hate and watch the money pile up. You know what I'm saying? That's real shit. You know what I'm saying? Just let them hate. Shit. The money's still going to pile up. The money's still going to come. You know what I'm saying? Let them hate. Let them envy. You know what I'm saying? Whoever's supposed to be with you during this journey is going to be with you. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't come on the journey with you. Plain and simple. They can't. That's just what it is. I, I had to accept it myself. Like, yeah. I wanted everybody to be close and everybody to come up together but, and have a kumbaya. But is that realistic? <laughs> it doesn't work like that. It don't work like that. So it's like, shit, that's not realistic. So let me just keep this shit moving. Let me stay focused. Let me uh, have the right intent. As long as I got the right intent, I'm good. So That's real right there. Yeah, straight up. All right, so what's next with Digital Don and Digital Money, man? Got a lot of shit coming soon, man. Got a, uh, I got a lot of business going on also. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it, ain't, it ain't just about music. You know what I'm saying? Uh, got Airbnb business going on. You know what I'm okay. saying? Transportation business. Uh, of course, the record label. You know what I'm saying? So I got a lot of business ventures that I'm, I'm seeking towards uh, as far as the music. We got uh, short movies, like I'm into, I'm into doing movies and stuff like that. Uh, getting my artist music out there. My artist gonna be acting and doing a lot of different things. I got Digital Money Records, got a clothes, hats, you know what I'm saying? So we're doing a lot of different things, man. Uh, shit going up. Uh, I ain't trying to stop, I ain't trying to slow down, none of that. So you're gonna be seeing a lot of my face soon, a lot of Jayco, General. Uh, I'm working with some other artists, you know what I'm saying? But those two, those two official artists, DMR artists, so. We got a lot of shit cooking up, man. We just everybody gotta stay tuned for this shit. <clears throat> it's coming. Trust me, it's coming. Yeah. Any shout outs you wanna give before we wrap it up? Yeah, yeah. Let me shout out uh my guys out there in Cali, man. Uh Digital Trenches, out of trench records. Uh my my guy M Rock, uh uh Bisco, uh salute my brother Tay. Uh R and Protection for sure. You know what I'm saying? A lot of folks, man. Salute the whole Digital Money Empire, man. Whoever rocking with me, I'm rocking with y'all for sure. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom up, up, up. At participating McDonald's.